0: This is Dojo Live, tech without borders, stories that bring us together. And good afternoon and thank you for joining us once again on Dojo Live. Today, Wednesday, the 18th of September, 2019, where we, were, we are going to have an informative, informal and fun conversation. Uh, my name is Kim. I'm broadcasting live from my home today, as you probably noticed. I, I would like to apologize in advance if I have any audio or visual. Problems or interruptions. Um, I'm taking advantage of Soft's wonderful working from home policy, which really helps out when you have a, a sick toddler. So, <laughs> thank you guys. Oh, uh, so as they say, the show the show must go on, right? Uh, so, joining me today are Carlos Ponce, my teammate in Mexico City, as well as Tulio who has already introduced himself in Los Angeles. Hi, um, today, we're going to be talking. Hey! Today, we're going to be talking about leveraging the road to improve your work health and home life to master the business of travel life. Um, Here to tell us more about, I believe, the six energy habits to becoming an elite road warrior is Brian Paul Buckley, a business travel performance expert. Welcome to Dojo Live, Brian Paul.
1: Honored to be here, thank you so much.
0: Awesome, thank you for um, joining us. So if you could, please share a bit more about yourself and your background to get us started.
1: Well, speaking of background i'm a husband of one i'm a father of five i uh, was just telling of the other guys that uh, in chicago which is where home base is for me if you buy four you get one free as far as kids i'll just joke around and say that i really don't even like kids but i do have a smoking hot wife and uh, i always <laughs> loves to hear that from the movie talladega nights thank you jesus for my smoking hot wife and then she goes Woo-hoo. so oftentimes <laughs> when i do training she says you know hey how'd the training go i said all you want to know is that i use the line Thank you, Jesus, for my smoking hot wife with there. So, yes, I'm thrilled to be here and uh, talk about business travel and uh, how to do it right, since I did it so wrong for so long.
0: <laughs> okay, that's uh, doing it for so wrong. I think that
2: interesting for sure.
0: It'll be fun, Atulio. Uh, I think. Well, Carlos, too. Of, of the three of us, however, I believe you probably have more experience in, in business travel than either Carlos or myself. And I, I think I come it, in. A, <laughs> in a, a very a very very much third place
2: I definitely was um, a world warrior one time I was in four cities in one day several times okay i'm curious <laughs> to learn how the heck he balanced all that with five children this is definitely a guy to talk to about finding a way to balance traveling and all of it together so i'm definitely curious, yeah. I'm curious to see what's going on here <laughs>
0: So before we get into uh, the, the details of your six habits, I wanted to know a couple things. I wanted to know well, number one, just how many years of business travel you have behind you and, and that um, when I started to read up on you and prepare for today's talk, I, the first thing that came to my mind was the movie up in the air. I'm not sure yeah. if you're familiar with that, right? Very with familiar. George Clooney and Anna Kendrick. And I immediately thought of the scene where George Clooney is teaching Anna Kendrick about like the suitcases and whatever and the check-in and this and that, and you're doing it wrong. And um, So I was wondering, number one, how many years of travel experience you have behind you, and two, which you've already answered, if you had seen that movie, and three, if you could relate to uh, Clooney's character at all.
1: Yeah. So number one, decades and decades on the road, longer on the road that I've not been on the road. So, which has led to 40 pounds overweight on the road. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, and like I said, messing up on the road a lot more than I've succeeded through the years. Love the movie up in the air. I can relate to it uh, more than I probably care for on um, their understanding that, but even as George Clooney in the movie struggle with his relationships, struggle connecting with people that is just literally the plight of many, many business travelers. And uh, kind of the reason that I wrote the book Elite Road War and really with a desire to help those that are on the road to be able to, to leverage the road out there. Most of us limit the road, what it can't do for us as opposed to limiting the road and what it can give to us so that we can prove not just our work, but also our health and our home life. I mean, you can have that job, you can replace the job, but uh, you struggle with your health or you, replace, you have to replace your home life. It is really, really challenging on that. So that's why I'm passionate about all those. And... Uh, don't want to end up like George Clooney, although I wish I had the salary of George Clooney just from the movie, but that's a completely different conversation.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. And the next thing, before we get into the six habits again, I want to talk about real quick, this idea of, um, with so much travel, uh, we at near software a tech company, of course, and obviously throughout the years, technology has influenced and played a very large role, um, in travel. So I was wondering, um, which perhaps elements of tech and travel you happen to appreciate the most and the converse of that, which elements of tech and travel that have sort of arise that you really don't like at all.
1: That's a great question, Kim. Um, I have a tech background myself. So I've worked in the IOT M2M space for a number of years, coming up on a decade, uh, done a lot of contract work, consultant work, helping oftentimes global companies to develop a North American, specifically American presence. With that, work as a corporate trainer or different areas of that. So I understand that. Uh, a lot of times, even though people do tech and they're doing video calls and all that, there's there's nothing like the live meeting people, spending time together where it's a live events or what have you. So I completely appreciate that. I love technology in general. I'm a tech geek when it comes to that. I'm an Apple guy, so I'm on a brand new MacBook Pro. I've got a, a MacBook Air. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, an iPad Air and uh, using technology every chance I can. I love FaceTime. That has made a tremendous difference on my relationships, but to also realizing that I could use it as a crutch and I could use it as a fault on the road, especially with connecting with those back home. It's often on convenience when it's convenient for dad and nobody else and I've learned the hard way from that. So oftentimes technology can be your best of friends, but it can also be your worst foe when you depend on it just too much.
2: Brian, you said Brian Paul. You said something interesting which uh, resonated with me, and it's uh, something I have to remind myself often. Coming from the old school of going and doing things in person, yeah, to the new world of the efficiency of being able to use technology to have these kinds of conversation. And I often remind myself, and even people sometimes in coaching environments, like, don't trade in efficiency for. Uh, relationship don't Absolutely. don't uh, don't uh, uh, sacrifice relationship mm-hmm. in uh, in the pursuit of efficiency and that's a difficult thing to balance today because there's so many demands I, I mean you've got your father of five uh, you've got elite uh, in this in the word I think about like a Navy seal you know it's not just a soul exactly. it's someone who's who's figured stuff out who's learned a few tricks who can <laughs> teach a few tricks so um, Tell us a little bit about uh, what it's been like for you that led up to writing this book, and first of all, and and, and you know what what lessons you've learned along the way that prompted you to want to do this, to want to share the stories with with other people.
1: Well, first of all, I would like to comment on what you just mentioned early at the very beginning with technology and being in front of people. You know, it's amazing when I email somebody or I call somebody or even a video call whatever it is, the relationship is, well, it's, it's not real. It's, it's not tangible. As soon as you meet someone and have a conversation with them, it's amazing. It's a game changer. The next time I email them or I call them of what that relationship develops, the responses are quicker. There's, there's a connection that's there. So leveraging that in person, I'm going to go old school on that one. So that's a big, big thing. You know, really, to be honest with you, kind of where the whole premise of Elite Road Warrior, which is right there and the word elite. Uh, you think about elite athletes. You think about elite performers. You think about elite musicians, elite CEOs. It's people that are not only who have gotten there, you know, let's think an all-star status, they've stayed there and they've maintained that. That is elite. Somebody who does something one or two, uh, one year or two years is not considered elite. So looking at a road warrior, somebody who their life is more on the road is saying, how do I get there? But then how do I stay there and sustain there? So that's really the kind of the passion behind it. The premise of really elite road warrior in a nutshell and why I started even the company elite road warrior group is I did it for wrong for so long you know I'm a hard driver high energy and it shocking right and uh, just going through my 20s and my 30s and my 40s and we're going oh Brian it's gonna catch up to you oh it's gonna your energy is gonna affect you you stand up late as you are you know how you eat or the lack thereof oh about not staying in shape yada 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 I was like yeah 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 not me not me not me when I hit 40 My health started going bad and uh, that's when things got a little bit ugly for my 40th birthday My wife gave me a full panel of tests with a doctor Uh, She's a generous generous spouse just like that and uh, went there and they said good news. We couldn't find anything wrong Bad news. We couldn't find anything wrong So I use that as an excuse to continue to go harder and harder and harder and I did for another five years you know, I went from not so sweet of jobs to c-suite and uh, my responsibilities increased so did my expense reports increased so did my waistline increase so did my stress increase to the point where finally when i was 45 my body completely shut down guys i mean like i i was it was so sick that those close to me looked me in the eye pulled me aside and said are, are you terminally sick are you really really sick and got to the point where i was not functional just not functional took me off the road for a number of months and uh, had some really, really hard recoveries. And I realized how bad things have really gotten, not just with work, but also within my health and specifically in my home life. So that led me on a journey to figure out how do I even get back to the road? How do I even get healthy again? How does somebody driven like me learn how to rest for the first time in my life? How do I learn to eat healthy? And you know, How do I learn to connect in a way that matters with being home a lot more? And then once I figure that out, how, how do I do that on the road? Because I've been a road warrior and my dad was a road warrior. And that's what I've learned. And so, so how do I learn to be able to do that at a sustainable level to be able to continue to do it on the road? So that's kind of the premise. Um, and as I would call the heartbeat of Elite Roadwear is helping business travelers with so the three focus areas of your work, your health, and your home life.
2: It's fascinating. Uh, you were talking about, uh, I, I smiled when you said I turned 40 because <laughs> oddly enough uh, all kinds of things just start popping up. Then whenever an issue like these, for example, I never needed these till I was 45, I had 2015 vision. And, and, um, my wife just turned 45, not too long ago. She looks 22, but, uh, she's like, what w- wakes up. like, I got this little pain. I'm like, welcome to the mid late 40s, uh, wait, there's more <laughs> wait. There's more no. Right. So, but if you're traveling and you're, you're and your business takes you abroad, it definitely becomes a big challenge. I was, I went to Russia in April and I was really concerned, like, can I handle this? It's been a while since I used to be a road a warrior. So I'm definitely not an elite anymore, but I was for 20 years. Yeah. Um, so what are you got these six uh, energy uh, yeah. pr- principles, love to hear what they are, because I'm sure those who are listening who are in the same boat, so to speak, are like, I'm about to uh, get there and I want to learn some of these mm-hmm. myself. And maybe those who are younger are like, I want to avoid getting there and having exactly. happen. So, what can you share with those? What those? What those are?
1: Sure. And today there's a buy one get one free on the energy habits. I will share all six at no additional charge. <laughs> just the kind of giver that I want to be today. So anyway, yeah. I mean, so the book is just so that's incredible. for
2: six children now in the book. I'm sorry. You, the, the the six is because you had five kids, but you really wanted six, so you went with six.
1: Yeah, don't tell my, my wife that.
2: So <laughs> anyway, nice. Okay,
1: please. Yeah, so the, So the book is based on six energy habits. Three of them are physical energy habits and three of them are mental energy habits. The three that are physical really dramatically affect the mental side of the the game. Imagine that. So the three real quick are move, fuel and rest. So move is how we move or the lack thereof. Unfortunately, the road does most of the movement for us on the road. And when we get on the road, if we've got bad habits at home, Oftentimes, we're going to have even worse habits on the road. They're going to expose us. So, for example, under move, I use what's called the increase M4X formula. So think of an up arrow, the letter M for movement, 4X in four ways. So how do I, it's asking myself these four ways every single day I'm on the road. So how do I stand more? Think up on your feet, not down on your butt. How do I walk more? Think forward, not still. Run more? Think cardio, just getting my heart rate up. And then lift more, think strength training, you know, with weights and bands and body weights. So it's looking at the road, okay, within my road day, how do I do that? How do I choose to stand at the gate as opposed to just sit down immediately? How, when I'm on my flight, do I not only stand every 30 minutes to give my, my body some energy? How do I take a walk? I'll get some movement in, do some stretches. How do I stand within my day to provide more energy within some of those breaks? How do I walk more? You know that's one of those things i mean one of the principles we teach is why don't you stay at the second floor in the hotel room and after you take your carry-on bag up to the second floor or whatever floor you're on the elevator is officially out of order for you how do i get more movement in by walking so i'm going to take the stairs up and down i'm going to park at the back of the parking lot for example i'm going to look for opportunities to take walking breaks little areas where i can get more walk in for my movements so it allows me to get some more energy because movement creates energy Run more. It's not going for a 5K or a marathon. Again, just get my heart rate up. I mean, I can do that. Well, if you take a five set of stairs, sometimes that'll get your heart rate up. Just doing a handful of push-ups or burpees will get your heart rate up. It may be an elliptical or a treadmill in a fitness center. It may be going for a small jog that turns into a sprint that goes to a walk. But just some way within your day that you're getting your heart rate up, which means run more. And then lift more is using like I said strength training. Sometimes I'll just have resistance bands and I got 10 minutes and it's go time in my hotel room. But remember in something anything's better than nothing. So if I can do something, anything, just not nothing. I'm not going to go, "Oh, I can't get a full hour workout in. Oh, they don't have the weights or whatever I need in the hotel fitness center. Boo forget it." Just get something. Consistency over length. You want to get something in, anything, just not nothing, so that you can get that movement that creates energy for you on the road. I try to get it in first thing in the morning to make sure I've got something. I'm not going to rely at the end of the day to get my movement in. So that's kind of the the nutshell, if you will, of energy habit number one of movement. And movement oftentimes will give you that energy that you truly need. Questions, comments, slide marks on on energy habit number one.
2: Well, I, I really enjoy that. I, I have to tell you. Um Personally, when I would travel more, I always planned things around efficiency, right? So it's like, how can I squeeze in more? And never gave thought to the idea, you know, maybe I should give myself an extra ten minutes to to walk, you know, from the parking lot to the lobby or walk up five flights of stairs. That just that didn't process, and as a result, I was one of those people who gained a lot of weight because I never got to do enough movement. Again, I was trying to squeeze efficiency. Is set relationship, relationship with myself. So, okay, so that's a great principle. I, I love that. I think anyone listening who's not doing that could probably learn to put that in practice. That's a simple, easy thing to do. Exactly. Walk more, move more. Um, what else? Uh, you, you said there's two more physical principles. Correct,
1: so yeah, there's three physical energy habits. First one's move. And again, like even in the book, just really real quick, it's a matter of going, why well, I already do that. Well, maybe you do. It's how well are you doing it? is it producing your end result of energy? So it's really unpacking that and trying to provide a lot of examples of what to do and how to do it. Energy habit number two is fuel. Fuel is, food, or food is fuel, fuel is energy. So again, everything goes back to energy, energy habits. So what I consume, is it providing energy for me? So we talk about three principles within fuel. Number one is continually hydrate. And it's making sure I'm getting in the liquids into my system, into my body that hydrates me. If I'm a high performance car, You know, a high performer on the road, it's making sure that I've got the fluid in so that my energy engine is running smoothly. So, whether that's the oil in the car, it's going to be your water. It's making sure you get the water that you need on a consistent basis. The number two is clean and green. So, it's the food that I'm consuming on a consistent basis. Most of us just eat to eat out of entertainment or necessity. We don't necessarily look at it as going, well, let's provide the energy that I need. For example, if you're not having a breakfast, you're having a lousy breakfast, you're going to notice your energy dip in the middle of the morning. If you have a lousy lunch, no wonder. You're paying the price. Maybe even others are paying the price as a result of what you ate for your lunch, whether it's your energy that's low in the afternoon. But it's learning to view your food as clean and green. How can I have the food to be cleaner and how can I have the food to be greener? And looking at it as saying, well, sometimes are like, man, I can't go to, you know, a salad or eat organic meat or whatever Okay, yeah, Not saying it needs to be immediate. We use a principle called at first, then reverse. Start putting in some of the good stuff in. If you got to put the ranch dressing on to eat the dark greens, do it. you got to have the sauce to get the chicken in or the eggs or whatever you need to do. Do it to start. But the goal then, food is fuel, fuel is energy. The last part of fuel is it's called carry a controlled substance, which is a little bit, hmm, what's that? Well, what that is is basically it's carry making sure that you're never caught off guard, where you always have snacks and your first and last meal of your trip. That you have access to that so that you're never caught off guard. When I'm caught off guard, I make lazy choices in my food and I make easy choices in my food. And those often usually come back and bite me with my energy or they mess up my stomach or whatever. I wanna make sure I'm not caught off guard. So I have a little lunchbox that I carry with me. Uh, I just literally did a recording a podcast episode on that to so why every road warrior should carry a lunchbox to work. And to the point is, I'm not caught off guard. And a lot of times that's health, healthy snacks and it's making sure I've got what I need from a nutritional point of view because things are gonna go wrong on the the road. You're gonna get to the airport late. You're not gonna have proper food options on that. You're gonna get stuck in traffic. You're gonna get stuck, whatever. Making sure that I have the the water that I need, continually hydrated, food that gives me energy, clean and green, and I'm gonna carry a controlled substance so I've got snacks and I've got healthy things that I'm never caught off guard when I'm on the road so I can make the healthiest choice. And that's really, if you get four words, four, um, the principle of fuel, it's MTHC. Make the healthiest
2: choice. Again, that's—it's uh, what I'm hearing is make time for that, right? Because uh, if you're running, 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 that becomes very difficult. So you have to build in time to follow through on these habits, really good habits. Okay, so we, we three physical energy habits, and then you said there are three mental ones.
1: Well, the last of the three. Cover the, one, first, yeah. I
2: cover the third one. Yeah, that's the third
1: one. That's, right. <laughs> that's right. number three is rest, and uh, rest Man. really on that is, you know, rest is going to create energy as much as we think. Usually, that's the secret shame of a high performing road warrior is we don't know how to rest. We go, go, go. I was the guy, stadium lights on, every device on, taking my laptop lover up with me if I had my laptop lover over dinner, taking up to the room for a nightcap. You know, and I'm drinking, having a drink, and it's not water. Stadium lights are on. I'm up till midnight. Every device is on. Then I wonder when I fall asleep my brain doesn't shut down. I sleep for a couple hours and all of a sudden, you know, I wake up in the morning to go to the bathroom because I got 12 cotton balls in my mouth from, from the alcohol and no water. I mentioned that. And then I fall asleep, or at least try to fall asleep and wake up a couple hours later, sharp as a bowling ball. And for me, when I crashed, I had to learn how to sleep. I was the four or five, maybe six hours of sleep at, at best. I slept less on the road so it's learning how to take how to do how to sleep but with sleep it's not how to sleep more so it's, i want to improve my sleep that i get not increase my sleep just first so a lot of times we may only have five or six hours so let's make the best of that so we talk about in the book how do you do that how do you improve your rest before you increase your rest second part is breaks I to find a break is move the body rest the mind move the body and then rest the mind most people do the opposite. They move their mind. They go from you know the computer to their phone, and then they still sit on their butt. They don't move at all. And it's learning on the road to move my body and rest my mind. You can do that with micro breaks, mini breaks, max breaks. We give a lot of examples in the book. Last one is downtime, and it seems like on the word we're always on, which is just downtime. Is I'm always on, on, on. Downtime is defined time to be, not to be on. So it's looking for opportunities to be able to find some things, whether it's a half an hour, an hour, that you can do just to be, not to be on, to allow you to have some more energy. For example, I was, uh, I was in the Bay Area last um, last week, and I went and caught a San Francisco Giants game, just for a couple of hours. Um, it's a cheap seat, and it was around 20,000 people that I didn't have to talk to at all. But it was just time to be, not to be on. Hitting a Barnes and Noble for half an hour, and getting a hot tea or whatever, just some time to put some energy back into me. And that is what rest is. So it's sleep, breaks, downtime is the last of the three physical energy habits.
2: So my old practice of getting sleep on a red eye was probably not a good idea.
1: Probably not. I was not there with you, Tulio, but uh, between us girls and the way I used to do red eyes, I am red eye for a number of reasons, if you know what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> All right. So we got the three energy habits, physical energy habits. Perfect. And then you just talked about the three mental habits. I'm going to probably guess these are the toughest ones.
1: Yes, often enough. Now, number four, which is really the first of the mental energy habits, is why we're on the road. It's to perform. The problem is most of us don't perform at a high level. You know, we act like we're this high-performing vehicle and we're a 1999 beat-up Toyota Camry work car. You know, I mean, we don't take care of it. And as a result of that, it affects us on the road. And we may not see it right away, but we know, especially if we really try to perform at a high level, are we doing it? Are we getting better or are we getting worse? Is our energy dropping throughout it? So it's learning how to have a road plan. So road plan is how do I find and work in the margins on the road? We know there's certain times of the road rhythm and I call it road life of where we can work and where we can't. But a lot of times we don't work in the the margins very, very well. So it's learning to have a road plan, looking at your plan of your road day and knowing, okay, first of all, how do I implement the six energy habits on the road within that given day? Then also, to how do I make sure that I work in the margins? So whether it's it's time blocking, where I'm looking at going, OK, if I get a 20-minute time block, instead of going all over in randomness on there, I'm going to go through as many emails as I can. I'm going to take the first two minutes, and I'm going to see, OK, what are my most important emails? I'm going to start knocking those out. I may have 15 minutes to make some phone calls. I'm going to look through all the calls that came in. What's my number one call I need to make? How do I figure that out? It's learning to take those principles, but leveraging what we do at home, or work in an office and how do we put that in bite sizes on the road that's a road plan block and tackle is figuring out how do i do that like when i actually get on the road teams that don't block and tackle well in football lose games penalties they don't do well so it's when you get into those margin moments how do you maximize that time on the road and the last of those three is going to be energy pacing you know our energy doesn't stay the same all throughout the day and a lot of times that's dependent upon movement creates energy Rest creates energy, food, fuel, and fuel creates energy. So it's figuring out how am I doing? Am I not resting? What can I do? Sometimes my task doesn't equal my energy. And it's gonna take me twice as long, it's gonna be half as good. And then I get to do it all over again. So it's learning how to pace your energy on the road with how you're wired. That is energy habit number four. Perform.
2: Excellent. So we're we're coming up on time soon. I want to cover the last two and open it up for anyone that might have a question as well. So Carlos, if, there's, if there are any questions, please interrupt now and submit it. And so we definitely want to make time for the last two because it's very informative and I'm certainly taking a lot of mental notes and I'll be picking up that book soon. So mm-hmm. as soon as we're done with this, I'm placing my order. So okay. the other two, uh, we'll keep going unless we get interrupted. It looks like we lost Kim. She had some trouble today with her connection and our poor toddler's home with a fever. So uh, we miss I'm you. I'm here.
0: I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I had Zoe sitting on my but, lap and But
2: playing We with figured out and move forward and keep the show going. <laughs> 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 All right, good. We um, have a question. We're, you know, we're. For, uh, for Brian Paul, or, or or can we let him go into the, the next two uh, mental principles? No, habits. I'm
0: good. I've, I've followed all all along. I mean, left good. off at the energy pacing. I what's the last two? Let's keep
2: two? going, then. Let's keep going, Brian. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, the last two under mental energy habits. Well, first, of all, is develop and develop on that. with energy habit number five? Most people are like, huh? Why is it even part of an energy habit? Develop means personally, professionally. So it's putting things in. So the first part of that's process. I'm sorry, sharpen the mind. So it's reading a book like a re- Elite Road Warrior. It's listening to the audiobook of Elite Road Warrior or something else like that. It's it's following your podcast. It's things like that where I'm putting things in that help me personally and professionally. And I hear excuses all the time, and I don't believe it one bit. I got a thirty minute drive to my airport, thirty minutes for me to listen to something. I get on a plane, I got a choice whether I want to read something. You know, in my morning when I'm working out, you know, my podcast is a similar length of yours. You know, I got time to do that. It's a matter: of, do I make the time? Nobody has time. You have to make the time. And if we plan to sharpen the mind, we'll know where to put it. But the second part of that is process the thoughts. So once I get everything in my mind, how do I get it out? So it's learning to process the thoughts, and that is what I call through Think Space, just getting all those ideas and those thoughts on the paper. It's also learn to figure out what are ways that I can plan. What's the follow-up I need to do on the road? What is an idea that I have that I need to follow up on? All these little ideas that I can do, and I've got one central location that I can put that in. In my case, it's called the Elite World Word Journal. The last part of that is I I sharpen the mind, I process the thoughts, and then I monitor the heart. The longer we're on the road, the more more cynical we can get, um, the more apathetic we can get, and oftentimes, you know, we, we come home pretty grouchy. We come home and not really making sure that we're our hearts in a good place. So, you know, for example, with that, you know, I've got a journal that I journal nine questions every single day. They're simple questions. It takes me five to 10 minutes. But it also means to look back. What was, what happened yesterday? What were my biggest wins? What lessons did I learn? Um, you know, looking at go who or what am I thankful for? Um, how am I feeling right now? Like really feeling right now? Um, what am I looking forward to today? My today's highlight. What are my big three that I hope to accomplish? And what am I going to read and listen to? And something like that, just those five or 10 minutes really allows me to monitor the heart. So develop is one of the most difficult ones on the road because oftentimes we don't do it at all. You know, we move and we eat and we sleep. We may do them all poorly. We're there to work. We may be horrible at work, but we may not develop at all beyond reading a work email or whatever. And that's we're talking about how do we improve ourselves personally and professionally? That's energy habit number five, develop
2: sounds like great advice i mean obviously in introducing consciousness into the process of even being on the road and just feeding your mind and your soul and you know continuing to keep the brain going uh so exactly. what's the sixth one what's the sixth one
1: one? one is called connect and i love this because that has to relate to them right there um i did that wrong very for a long long time where i just did not connect i was what i called a checking guy not a connecting guy I, I you know responded via text when it was convenient for me. I called the family when it was convenient for me. Oftentimes at bad time, it was dinner. My wife's working on homework with the kids, or trying to get them out to soccer practice or football or whatever. But it's learning to be able to connect in in a way that matters. But then leveraging the road, doing things differently that I wouldn't normally do. So for example, I created what's called the flat kiddos um, with the concept of flat Stanley. So right here, here's flat Caitlin, and here's flat Caleb. Yeah, so I walk all kinds of crazy pictures on the road to let them know my my kids that I was thinking about them. I do postcards for my older kids. I do a ton of video stuff, but I do things that I'm leveraging the road to connect with my kids. With my wife, I created this right here it was called the the Not Forgotten Journal. I spend two minutes every single day and I write in the Not Forgotten Journal. Basically, I put the city and the ad or the uh, the dates, and then I just write an idea, a memory something to my wife to let her know that she's not forgotten on that when she got this i can't tell you the mad kudos that she knew and we're talking 100 entries in here over that she knew that on you know june 14th i'm in kansas city and on april whatever i'm in las vegas that my wife was not forgotten on the road and i do that at the end of the night before i go to bed to kind of you know remind me hey what's really important i frame the fam I put a picture of my family right there a couple places in my in my hotel room to remind me what's important so that i become a checking guy not i'm sorry a connecting guy not a connecting girl
2: well i have to say brian paul these are great energy habits to have period whether you're traveling or just you're exactly right living your life because i, I know the connect piece is definitely something i've struggled with when I'm on the road, and it's easy to justify saying I'm on the road, I got a million things going on. But that's, uh, you know, if you're not connected, that's like what's all about, right? And for CEOs and other uh, executives, same thing. They that are not practicing connecting with their with their people, uh, it's it's the same principle. So I find you're exactly that- right. And
1: I just mean,
2: principles aren't aren't
1: just for home, I'm sorry, just for the road. I just translated them for a road word because that's where I live a lot of my life. And so I think it's difficult,
2: difficult, for, for sure, sure. I can attest, absolutely, I can attest that I haven't yeah. been over here for twenty years. It definitely becomes very difficult. Uh, those are great te- tips. It's been wonderful to have you. Uh, we can keep going, but I'm we're out cool, of time. <laughs> <laughs> and anything you want to say, Kim, to wrap up? Uh,
0: well, I did have one last question. I, I loved your connect ideas. Um, your flat. Children and uh, the yeah, Germans, you know, your wife, yeah. <laughs> um, I was wondering if your family reciprocates this.
1: One hundred percent. I think they were waiting for a long time for the dad for dad to do it. And um, and plus, I think part of that is you know it's connect intentionally is the first part. says connect intentionally, thoughtfully, and creatively. First one is not to have expectations. You know, I do it because i want to invest into my family and I want to be thoughtful. Um, uh, not necessarily for their response, but man, the response was overwhelming on that. But I've talked to a lot of road workers because they've delayed it for so long um that it's taken a while for them to go, is this a ploy? Is he gonna be consistent with this? Is this gonna be something that's gonna last? But I tell you, it's dramatically helped my marriage and helped my relationship with my kids because I do miss things. You know, my mom my wife's a single mom when I'm gone. I do so, miss So does things.
0: does flat daddy go to the soccer games?
1: oh exactly nice he really should although they're kind of wondering what's what's the deal with that guy right there right yeah. Yeah. Good question.
2: Good question. I, I really love this idea of connect I, I listened to uh i think it was a video mm-hmm. at one point and it was saying if you're going to go on the road for a few days uh, date your spouse tonight before remind them that they're that they matter like what a great practice so that gives you an opportunity to have a lot of dates if you're a road warrior so it's all perspective Really appreciate it. I, I'm definitely picking up the book because I think those are great tips. Than- <laughs> it. ah, it's, it's, it's available.
1: It's available on audio book um, form, which oh, is absolutely. audible. So Amazon owns Audible. So there's the audible version of it. There's a the hard copy, there's the print. And then um, there's the podcast, Elite World War podcast. So it's just usable content for people that travel, whether they're just starting off and they don't want to do it the wrong way or it's somebody who's been doing it for years. There's a lot of, every chapter ends with a baby step. And three pointers. So it's designed to help. Some people go, Brian, I don't remember you being 40 pounds overweight. So give me a little bite-sized pieces to help me to find some quick wins, if you will. And uh, by the end of the year, I'll have what's called the Kickstart Road Course is going to launch. It's the how of the Elite Road Warrior book. You know, how do you do it? How do you get those quick wins? So it'll actually be video-based, just like this. It'll be you know showing different things, me traveling on the road. Hey, do this, do this, try this. Hey, I'm not doing this very well. Yada yada yada. So. Hopefully it benefits individuals and uh, that's kind of the master evil plan here.
2: Well, thank you for being with us and uh, I'll let Kim wrap it up for us. or Carlos, if want to wrap it up, that'd be great. Kim? Yes, I think
0: Brian Paul would like to thank you for uh, joining us today and with your very simple yet profound, I think, insights on on how to live life better um, in general and particularly as a road. Warrior. Um, the last thing I wanted to know is uh, aside from your book for our viewers and listeners, um, how might they find out more about you? Is there a website or a Twitter or anything that you would like to reference? Yeah,
1: I appreciate that. EliteRoadWord.com is probably the easiest way to go. You can find the book that's there. There's a 90 second v- promo video that kind of helps you understand exactly what we're all about. I do corporate trainings, um, workshops, keynotes, um, a lot of that, um, a lot of online stuff as well. Imagine that with technology. Um, I'm on Instagram It's probably the best way to follow me, Elite Road Warrior, from on the Instagram side. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Imagine that. So The best way is to reach out. If I can serve you or your audience in any way, please let me know. I'm an average guy who's just trying to trying to help the fourth grader out, being a fifth grader, shine the flashlight to go, hey, this is the way to do it, this is the way not to do it, um, and hopefully it, uh, it serves people.
2: Well, we'll make sure we put all those links on the uh, page, on this video page, on uh, nearself.dojo.com. So. I appreciate
1: it. And thanks for the patience. I know this year goes shorter, but uh, time flew by, and uh, you guys oh, uh, appreciate okay. the patience. Yeah, as, we, as we normally say, time always flies when you're having fun. There you go. So. Nice. <laughs> so and my, dad say, my dad used to say, thanks for coming, but most of all, thanks for leaving. <laughs> and with that said, uh, let's
2: go offline and uh, just stay with us. The,
0: the introvert's guide to socializing. <laughs>
1: nice. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us Thank today. Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye. Check out past episodes, transcripts, blogs, and more on our website, dojo.nearsoft.com.